How are you? Oh, you know, just living. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you? Oh, uh, you know. I don't. Please enlighten me. It's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Is it fine? Yeah. As fine as it's gonna be? I fucking hope not. <laughs> Damn, tell me how you really feel. That's wrong, you wanna talk about it? I just wanna go to the movies again. I just wanna do like anything. I just wanna literally anything. Be able to live my house or leave my house for So yesterday I went to Target and TJ Maxx for the first time in so first of all, the first time to going to TJ Maxx. Why'd you go to TJ Maxx? I love TJ Maxx. Why? I don't know, but I literally had, like, an out-of-body experience. I blacked out while I was in there. I spent, like, $200 on shit we didn't need. <laughs> hmm. Um, it's okay. It all looks great. It's all in the house now. It I didn't fine. notice anything new, so Fuck right money off. well spent. <laughs> <laughs> it's not for you. <laughs> I didn't buy those things for you to notice. Hmm. <laughs> I bought them for me to notice. <laughs> hmm. Um, But, no, yeah, I went and, like, Again, this is literally the first time in 2020 I went to TJ Maxx. TJ Maxx is honestly one of my favorite stores uh-huh. for, like, homewares and, like, just, like, dumb, like, tchotchke shit. You know, like, whatever for, like, around the house. Like, I bought some planters, some candles, dumb shit. Uh-huh. You know, whatever. $200 worth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's really funny is Zach was out um, grabbing lunch with Tony while this was transpiring. And, um... I guess he looked at the bank statement while he was out and about, <laughs> while I was out and about, knew how much I spent. So I came home, he looks at me, and he was like, so what all came from TJ Maxx? <laughs> I need to know for my own edification. <laughs> and I was like, this, 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 this. He was like, all right, I'll allow it in my home. You don't have to return it. Because <laughs> at first he was like. Because he's a man and he's in charge. Well, he reels me in when I buy dumb shit we don't need. I'm not, that's not what I meant. No, that was my interpretation of it. Let me let me be very... Uh-huh. He wouldn't have made me return it. But he, I like to buy a lot of dumb shit we don't need. And so he likes to tell me, like, do we, like, need this? Like, do we need another $12 candle? Do we need four of them when it's summer? I mean, candles aren't a warmth thing, so... Yeah, they are. They totally add warmth to my room. Yes. A lit candle? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Don't at me. I don't need this from you. Um, anyways. I think we're done here. We are done here. But anyways, I'm redecor- redecorating my house. Um, Good. Good for you. <laughs> I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was nice to actually like, go into a store with like not real, a real rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like nobody... Shut up. <laughs> I was wearing a mask. I was very, I wasn't like touching things. I followed all the things on the floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> there was eight people in the store. I was fine. <laughs> if there was like hella heads in there, I would have turned around. Peace. <laughs> yeah, no. And that's the only, and also I went to Target literally at eight when they opened. Because <laughs> there was nine people in there. Mm. And I was in and out within 30 minutes. It was lovely. Because I had to do like, a bunch of returns. Look, I've only been online shopping. I needed to return some things. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have this. I don't go anywhere. <laughs> Do what you have to. I'm a shut-in. <laughs> I don't even go to the grocery store. <laughs> oh, I do go to the grocery store. No, I have it all delivered. But I need groceries. <laughs> I just order on Instacart. Uh, I don't like. I don't like that. Really? I don't want somebody else touching my food. <laughs> I just clean it all off before I like, put it away, mm. or as I'm putting it away. Mm-hmm. I want to get it myself. All right. <laughs> what 
whatever. It's the remnants of the hunter-gatherer DNA. <laughs> Very base of fun. You need to pick out your chicken and veggies? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm like, yeah, sure, close enough. I want to choose the broccoli myself. <laughs> I mean, it's all, like, the same. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No? Mm-mm. <laughs> oh. You know what you're talking about? All right. <laughs> all right. Anyway, what are we doing? What are we doing today? Um, something about the Dark, dark Knight Rises? We're talking about the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> something about that. Yeah. Chris Nolan is back. David Goyer is back. Christian Bale is back. Yes. Michael they are Caine. We got Sir Thomas Hardy. <laughs> Lady Anne Hathaway. Lady Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. When we last left Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. In, he, in this timeline. In this timeline. Uh-huh. <laughs> he learned a very hard lesson about the permanence Oops, sorry, of Batman. Mm-hmm. It's It wasn't a short-term thing that he could retire from. No. He couldn't leave it in the hands of a legitimate politician. Well, he shouldn't leave anything <laughs> in the hands of any politician, legitimate yeah. or otherwise. They're all a bunch of two-faces. What? What? <laughs> Oh so he learns that things like the Joker mm-hmm. are crim- are criminals that a society isn't equipped to deal with. You need a Batman. Batman can never retire. Batman is eternal. <laughs> anyway, eight years later, he's been retired from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was like, uh. <laughs> For eight years, because Christopher Nolan's main... Uh, attraction to coming back was putting a finite ending on his trilogy so that they couldn't give it to somebody else to just like keep making interminable sequels to. okay i didn't know that that's good to know he was he you know he took some time off didn't know if he was gonna come back the ledger thing was a big factor in that what was the gap between these two movies uh i don't four remember years. four years okay because yeah that one i think we said like that that was 2008 yeah so that was a freshman and then like a senior in high school yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah because i remembered basically nothing about this film so <laughs> I was uh, j- just like Dark Knight, very excited for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a lot of the same like internet reveal stuff, like of who the villains were gonna be, of mm-hmm. the casting. The first picture of Tom Hardy as Bane was like pretty fucking mind blowing. It was like him like looking over his shoulder back at the camera. And you're like, ooh, <laughs> look at that mask. That looks crazy. <laughs> They did the same uh, IMAX shit. This time it was attached to Mission Impossible 4. Okay. So if you went and saw that on IMAX, you got to see this opening scene with the plane heist. Okay. Were you more excited about this film that you had to watch than the last one? To watch this opening scene? Because Mission Impossible 4 versus Yeah, I was definitely <laughs> more interested in Mission Impossible 4 than I was in I Am Legend. I just had, I needed to know. <laughs> the Mission Impossible movies are this crazy franchise where, like, every time one comes out, I'm like, oh, yeah, these are always great. But I never, like, think about them in between. No. Literally not at all. <laughs> and all of them are good except for arguably the second one, which is pretty bad. I honestly couldn't, I don't remember enough about any of them mm-hmm. to really give you any sort of answer. Yeah. So but they're all like I, they're super fun. No, I yeah. get excited whenever a new one comes out. I don't think I've seen one that I particularly didn't like. They're all about the same though. I would. I, I don't think that's true. <laughs> but also, that's how I feel about most action movies. <laughs> yeah, that's how you feel about like movies in general. Yes. <laughs> oh, this is movie. Uh huh. Is this based on a true story? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Wait, are you telling me the Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises are not based on true stories? They are. <laughs> okay. Twister isn't. 
Yes, it was! <laughs> there are real storm chasers. There was a real but fucking there's, thing. There's not a woman whose father was killed by a tornado, so she wants revenge. <sighs> okay, that part wasn't real. But the, like, the technology thing was real, and they had to, like... Yeah, and they had to, like, drive it into a storm and let it be a thing. That part was all real. Okay. That's what I was talking about. I wasn't talking about her fucking personal transgressions and, like, personal turmoil. (laughs) I don't care about her. I was listening to it at home. (laughs) Which, you know, I listen to your stuff that I'm not in. So you're welcome. Yes, I'm very much aware because you always call me the fuck out for dumb shit I say. I just get these out-of-context text messages with just quotes of dumb things I say, and I'm like, don't talk to me. We're not friends anymore. Also, I want. I wish there was a bil- uh, like a way to call in because as you were both struggling for like a genre name, <laughs> it's disaster movie. Thank you. There are disaster movies. <laughs> that was a disaster movie. <laughs> Whatever. Um, I mean, you can start just... If it read into that 90s judge of, like, <laughs> Volcano, Dante's Peak... I haven't seen any of those movies. Volcanoes. <laughs> but I'm assuming it's about a volcano that erupts. Am I right? Or am I right? Well, it's in L.A., and it's a subterranean volcano nobody knew about. Oh, that's scary. And Tommy Lee Jones is having to save Los Angeles from this erupting volcano. I'm sure On the he did. poster, the tagline was, the coast is toast. Get the fuck out of here. I hate that. I hate it here. <laughs> Um, you know, if you would like to be a part of that series, you can just insert yourself into mm. more weekend plans. Not the first time I've had that invitation. <sighs> Anyways, let's talk about this fucking movie <laughs> that we watched. I hate you. <laughs> so we are eight years past Gotham, or uh, The Dark Knight. Bruce Wayne has become a Howard Hughesian shut-in. I don't. Can you please explain that reference to me? You don't know who Howard Hughes is? No, I don't have time for this. You can Google. <laughs> you can Google in your free time. And I... then become a citizen of the world. <laughs> okay, great. Howard Hughes is a very famous, wealthy man who was like an aviator. He dated like movie stars. He I'm built planes. Uh, he made movies. Then he became like a crazy germaphobe. He lived in Las Vegas in like a penthouse apartment, like didn't leave the house. Jesus H. Christ. That sounds awful. Uh, There's a movie called The Aviator by Morton Scorsese with Leo DiCaprio that's Mm -hmm. about Howard Hughes. Um, Christopher Nolan wanted to make a Howard Hughes movie at one point. That's weird. (laughs) With Jim Carrey as Howard Hughes. That probably would have been great, Mm -hmm. but uh, Scorsese beat him to the punch. And I think a lot of his ideas kind of went into these Batman movies, especially this last one. Um, Okay. There's a Harvey Dent Act passed in Gotham City, which, yeah. as far as I understand, makes crime illegal. So that's great. They should have thought of that earlier. I know. No, that's 100% <laughs> like what I gathered from that, too. I was like, did anything really happen? But generally, <laughs> organized crime and deep-seated corruption in Gotham City has been largely weeded mm-hmm. out, so Bruce Wayne feels like there's no need for a Batman. Right. But he also has nothing he feels like to move to because Rachel Dawes died. He mm-hmm. thinks she was going to be with him, even though she was going to marry Harvey Dent. Alfred is keeping this secret from him. Yikes. Yeah. Uh, but he sort of gets a, a joy for life again and a little activated when a super hot cat burglar steals his mom's pearl necklace. Casual. Mm-hmm. And does a cool backflip out of his house in stiletto heels. Like, I can't even do that barefoot, so. (laughs) 
and on like flat ground. <laughs> I want to start out by talking about how good Anne Hathaway is in this mm-hmm. movie and how much I doubted her going into it. No, same. No, because, you know, all of my history on Anne Hathaway is the Princess of Genovia. Well, I always feel like her, like she, she's a really strong actor. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to take anything away from her, but right. she's such like a grown up theater kid to me. Yes. That I was like, I don't know, Catwoman needs to be a little bit more hardcore than I feel like. But she does yeah. such a good job of playing this, like, street mm-hmm. hustler version of Catwoman. No, she kills it. And, like, um, I was going to ask how you felt about it because, like, I, again, I completely forgot. I, I the, Literally the only thing I remember in this entire movie mm-hmm. is the Batman-Bane fight in, like, like underground area. Yeah. Like, that's literally all I remembered for this entire thing. So yeah. I was like, I have zero expectations for, like... Well, to be <laughs> fair, there's, like, two Batman scenes in this movie. Batman's in this movie for, like, ten minutes. Yes. And, and it's, it's mostly people talking. Yeah. <laughs> yes. This is not a Batman movie. <laughs> it is a Bruce Wayne movie. Yes. A hundred percent. Could not agree more. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see... I'm trying to see if I had anything good in here. Probably not. I didn't write that much down because I also don't like didn't like. There wasn't like a lot to. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> really note. I didn't I, feel like. I think this movie is the most ambitious of mm-hmm. his Batman movies. He's trying to do a lot, mm-hmm. but I also think it's the messiest. Yeah. It has a lot of like mixed metaphors. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has a lot of stuff crammed together. I really like just the meditation on legacy in this movie Mm -hmm. and of like things left unfinished. And there's all this stuff with the league of shadows coming back and like the seeds that were planted and he Mm -hmm. didn't really reckon with it. And now it's coming back to reckon with him. Mm -hmm. And then that, that kind of legacy theme is paid off at the end with the Joseph Gordon Levitt character becoming the new Batman, Mm -hmm. John Robin Blake. Yeah. I can't <laughs> pinpoint another time in a movie that was clearly meant to be a cheer moment where I actively wanted to boo. Yeah, so like Zach like <laughs> briefly ruined that for me like kind of right before it happened. Like uh-huh. he told me like Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like his name's Robin. <laughs> like <laughs> That's like borderline abuse. <laughs> but honestly, I think I needed husband. that. I think I needed it. Because, <laughs> like, I was, I think, a little bit lost as to what the fuck his point was. Well, I liked, like, he's in the movie a little too much for me. Yes. And there's there's <laughs> good ideas that are ruined because they just say them instead of doing, like, when he he knows who Bruce right. Wayne is Batman because he's like, I'm an orphan too. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Because like, that was kind of like, I think I was kind of probing and yeah. he was like, he's Robin. <laughs> well, I like, like, when he's trying to, Batman's out of the picture, and he's, mm-hmm. like, trying to s- figure out what's going on, and you see him, like, tracking down the clues, and uh, there's that one point where he's, like, he, he has to shoot that guy to save himself, but then he can't question him, so he can't figure out right. what's going on, and he throws the gun away, so you see him, like, making these steps, mm-hmm. but, like, just fucking call him Dick Grayson? Like, what are you trying to pull? Or, I don't know, any name. <laughs> any name that's not that. <laughs> Because that moment where she's like, you should use your real name, Robin. I was like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) And I get it. There's like, there's a theme running through these movies that's like very heavy in this one that Mm -hmm. like, this is the real life Batman. Right. That the legend of like our comic book Batman sort of springs from. That's like Mm -hmm. a a thing here. 
mm-hmm. like you can see them like when they unveil that statue at the end and all this stuff you're like oh this is like the grounded this is the the batman that was and then they'll be talking about batman and like the comic book batman is that idea right and i think that's cool yeah it's less of like a specific human being that is that it's the idea yes the idea of batman the construct of batman is what these Mm -hmm. this series is about it doesn't matter necessarily who it is or whatever yes yeah got it excellent anyone can wear the mask well (laughs) there's a a very poignant line in our current times where Bruce Wayne is talking to John Robin Blake. Mm-hmm. And he says, the mask isn't for you. It's to protect the people you care about. I know. I I didn't write that down. So, but hey, I was just like, wear hmm. a fucking mask. Hey, if you're not going to listen to anybody else. <laughs> listen to Batman. Yes. <laughs> a fu- 100 fucking percent. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that was kind of wild. Uh, let's move on to Mr. Tom Hardy. I forgot that was Tom Hardy until you said that at the top of this, because I honestly wasn't really paying attention to the credits, so... Tom, Tom Hardy is one of my favorite fucking actors. He's always bonkers and things. Mm-hmm. He's like... He was Venom, right? Yes. Okay, great. I didn't watch that movie, so I have no... Yeah, don't. Great. No, you've told me that more, <laughs> multiple times. I just want to make sure this is the same human being I'm thinking of. He Because you is, don't see his full face. He's so. a little like Nick Cage. Uh-huh. In that he makes, like, really bonkers choices. Mm-hmm. But with Tom Hardy, I feel like they always work, as opposed to Nick Cage, where you're like, hey, this is fun. Yeah. I don't know why he's doing this, but I appreciate it. Like, every fucking, um, what's that name, National Treasure movie ever? There's two. I thought there was three. There are two National Treasure movies. <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of like the every Code single movies. one. <laughs> Maybe it's because I watch Brandon makes me watch them with him every year. <laughs> like they seem like there's so many more of them. <laughs> That's our um, Fourth of July tradition. <laughs> but anyway, Tom Hank or uh, Tom Hardy should be on the lookout for Nick Cage because he himself is a national treasure, and I don't want him to get stolen. <laughs> All of him. So, so many you of him. Think darkness is your ally. Okay, let's not do that. <laughs> You merely adopted the duck. I okay. What are, what are your thoughts on the voice? I fucking it makes me want to chew glass. I love the voice. I it makes me want to. The voice drink is awesome. Bleach. The voice is fucking awesome. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I was wondering what would break first, your spirit or your body. All right, now it's my brain. <laughs> so Bane fills this role in this movie. <laughs> As, like, what if Bruce Wayne stayed with the League of Shadows? He is this... Oh! This dark mirror of Batman. Wow, you just learned, learned Even me. to the point where he wears a mask that's literally the opposite of Batman's mask. You just broke my brain. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> It hold covers on. the other part of his face that Batman's mask doesn't cover. I was today years old when I realized that. He understands Batman's tactics... I've never felt dumber than right now. Actually, that's a lie. But and, it's top five. <laughs> and the reason he wins the fight is because he's maintained the full conviction of his beliefs, whereas Bruce Wayne is doubting mm-hmm. his purpose. Yeah, he like just like leans in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, this is me now. <laughs> so he feels like Batman isn't necessary anymore. He's lost his like sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. Bane is balls deep in his sense of purpose. Yes. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Like, Victory truly. has cost you your strength. He's not wrong. No, he's correct. 
But yeah, wow, I'm still trying to process all of what you just said to me. <laughs> I think that fight is really fun. It I is wish really fun. it was a little bit... Not so close up? Well, no, I what I, what I wanted to have seen is like Batman trying everything. Mm-hmm. in his, like, Batman repertoire and it not working. Like, maybe he throws batarangs and Bane just, like, throws up his forearms and they're like, tuk, tuk, tuk. Yeah, I could see that. And he, like, tries to grapple and Bane fucking grabs him out of the air and throws him on the ground. That's what I would have wanted to see. I think Chris Nolan is a little too staid of a filmmaker mm-hmm. and he's, like, not interested. He's not interested in the fight stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, that fight between Batman and Bane is probably the best fight in all of these movies and it's no, it very just good. okay. Yeah, well, I mean, like, clearly, if that's the only thing that stuck out to me in, like, mm-hmm. what, an almost three-hour-long movie. It's very long. Okay, thank you! <laughs> thank you, I finally feel vindicated. <laughs> this movie's too long. <laughs> uh, uh, Jamie won, Jackson, 87. <laughs> no, I will always call a movie out for being too long. <laughs> no, that's me. <laughs> no, you, Even if it's an hour long. <laughs> you can't pay attention because of a chemical imbalance in your brain. <laughs> I'm physically incapable <laughs> of watching anything longer than an hour without being like, what the fuck is wrong? Yeah, you're right. I mean, I couldn't even watch a 20-minute cartoon. <laughs> was... Why is he wearing that suit? Watch Jamie, it! Shut the fuck <laughs> up! <laughs> so I was having this conversation with my mom earlier this week. So if you all don't know, my mom and I work in the same office building. This is why I meet my mom <laughs> talk multiple times a day every day. I could not do that. <laughs> I love my mom, but I, <laughs> she wouldn't want to do it either. I'll put that out there. It's not a one-way street. <laughs> As someone that worked with you, same. I'm just kidding. <laughs> kidding. Just kidding. She'd Anyways. have to work for me at my job, and that wouldn't be cool. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I've worked with my mother multiple times. <laughs> mm-hmm. We worked together at a deli many moons ago. I don't think I've told this story on the podcast. Uh, back when I was like 15, I was working very much under the table at this deli. Um, like handies? No. Oh. Under um, the table handies at the deli? I I wish. Um, pro- I'm honestly, probably. Mustard really stings. That place was very sketchy. <laughs> so probably. <laughs> there probably were, were happy endings happening in the back sketchy room. deli. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm not going to say the name of it on here. I'll tell you off, off Bruno, air. where'd this roast beef come from? Fell off the back of a truck. Actually, the guy's name was Steve. Don't worry but, about it. No, but like deadass. <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> and then we worked together at the unnamed retailer that we, you and I both used to work at, mm. um, where I was my mom's boss for five minutes, and she, but she literally lasted like 10 days. <laughs> she was in a different work center, though. Yes, she was. Yeah, so um, you, could, you couldn't be her. <laughs> no. That's which not is, allowed. No. But uh, it was still very funny. <laughs> she, again, she lasted about 10 days. Mm-hmm. Um, we well, actually both technically worked together at Starbucks for a while. Um, <laughs> and we both worked together at a daycare for a while, where I was also her boss, and Zach was also her boss. The Christian daycare? Yes. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Um, <laughs> and then now we work together in a medical office building. <laughs> She's just following you around. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because I keep getting really, like better jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, she worked at a pizza place before this, so... <laughs> with a very racist manager. <laughs> a pizza place? Yeah, the one in Walnut Creek with the very racist owner. I don't know. Oh, we'll talk about this off air. Okay. Because <laughs> um, he's been It's canceled. not Slice House, is it? No. Okay. No, 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 no. I don't think I could handle that. <laughs> no, but... Slice um, House. <laughs> you know, honestly, fuck it. We're, we're, I, don't, I don't care. Rocco's in Walnut Creek. Uh, I've never heard of it. 
So it's over near uh, where the new Whole Foods is on Ignacio, okay. and like the Applebee's right there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the demographic. Okay. <laughs> Let me just. But it's been around for like decades. Uh-huh. Like it's a huge family business. But uh-huh. like when all this like all the rioting and like Martinez and stuff was happening, and like they painted over that Black Lives Matter thing on the street. Oh yeah. He was like, they're just um, like expressing their First Amendment right, and blah 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 blah. And then some. And the mayor responded to his comment, and they're like, actually, they were very incorrect in what they did. The yeah. people that painted the original mural got permits and everything so they were doing everything by the law the people that defaced it were not so you're you're (laughs) wrong vigilante racist yeah and but anyway so he started like popping off a bunch of more shit about anti-black lives matter movement Mm. and so basically he's been canceled like people have wrecked his yelp people are boycotting them like seriously you know Mm -hmm. you know read the room it's bad (laughs) (laughs) like it's real fucking bad (laughs) But uh, anyway, if you're listening to this and you want pizza in Walnut Creek, don't go to Rocco's. Go to Slice House. Yes. Get some Detroit Red Top, which is bomb as fuck. <laughs> What's on it? Uh, it's, Do you know? <laughs> it's Detroit-style pizza, so it's like mm-hmm. a rectangle, mm-hmm. and it's kind uh, of kind of a thick boy. Mm-hmm. It's got pepperoni and cheese, but and then sauce on top. Oh, that sounds fun. But um, all their pizzas bomb. I have so not actually. So their meatballs and their garlic bread. I haven't eaten there before. You should go to Slice House. All right. We should get a Slice House pizza together sometime when we're hanging out. We should. It's this big. If you just get a pe- like a pepperoni pizza. <laughs> the um, slices are like this big. Maybe next weekend we should just arrange that as our um, <laughs> podcast snack. Because <laughs> we're going to be doing multiple episodes because I, I may or may not be out of town in a few weeks. We don't know anymore. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Who's to say? Yep. <clears throat> anyway, um, all that to say. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my mother at work. What was what was I telling her about? Fuck. What were you, Oh, my ADD. Wow, this came really full circle. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I took us off on a tangent. I, I won't blame your... <laughs> my deficit? Your ailment. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm still not medicated for it yet, so uh, I can't do much about it right now. <laughs> but anyways, I was talking to my mom about it, and she was, like, saying, like, yeah, you know, I really do think I have it, too, because, like... Anytime we watch a movie, the first, like, 20 minutes, like, I can't even, like, really process what's happening. I'm like, I have to tell your dad to pause it and tell me what's going on. And I'm like, wow, you know, that's just, like, a flashback to a time I tried to watch a cartoon with Zach and Jackson, and they got really upset with me. Shout out to your dad for dealing with that. Yeah. Could you imagine? He had to deal with both of us for 21 years. Well, I would be like, we're not getting married. (laughs) You know, Wayne and Zach are both very strong individuals that can put up with some bullshit. Is that strength? (laughs) Or is that just, like, uh, fear of being alone? (laughs) I don't know, Zachary, would you like to have some input? (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you love somebody so much, you're willing to look past their very alarming deficits. (laughs) It's like watching stuff's too big a part of my life. I couldn't share my life with somebody who can't watch stuff on my level. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm dumb. This is why we've only watched approximately four films together ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I learned my lesson pretty early on. Hey, once I start taking Adderall, we can talk if about it. If we watch something together, it can be like Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> Where the movie moves at such a pace, it keeps up with your... <laughs> Great. I think the title of this episode is just going to be <laughs> Jamie's ADD Strikes Again. I would love to watch you watching uh, Batman v Superman. <laughs> I mean... It's not too late. We can do that next weekend. I guess. Oh, that's a big time investment, though. <laughs> I mean, again, if we order pizza and make a fucking day out of it. 
Or is that going to ruin your day if you have to make me do that with you? <laughs> we can talk about it off mic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. I really want to spend my time playing no, Ghost I understand. of Tsushima. No, I get it. I get it. I'll, I'll allow it. But no, we, maybe. We'll talk about it. Nope, it's fine. I'll go fuck we'll myself. We'll talk about it. I'm First of all, you can you. go fuck yourself in general. <laughs> I mean... So we're talking around this movie a lot because it's not that engaging. It's not! <laughs> I wrote approximately 12 notes. There's a lot of great ideas in it, but the movie itself doesn't come together. I feel like Christopher Nolan was not that engaged in it. No. He was doing it because he felt like he should. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he felt like a responsibility, and they were paying him a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, wise of him to maintain his uh, professional relationship with Warner Brothers mm-hmm. because he's been able to do whatever the fuck he wants with them. Oh, I have a question for you. So okay. I found a note that I actually wanted an, a dead-ass answer. All right. <laughs> so is that Tom Hardy's all of his body, or is there SFX? Is that prosthetics? Is that... That's his body. Because he just looks a little he's extra that, lumpy. He's not that big. He just looked lumpy. No, oh, that's his body. There's some like fake scarring on him. That's what I was trying to like. Okay. Was like I was trying to figure out if that's that his was weird. That's his real weird pinky that you see in that. One I did scene. also notice that he's got a real weird pinky thing. Yeah, but like I was just trying to figure out if that was like when he puts his hand on that guy's shoulder. That is my favorite fucking part of that movie. Yeah. Every Bane scene I love in this okay. movie. But when the guy uh, Daggett, who's Ben Mendelsohn, Australian actor that I love. Uh, the shitty businessman who like yeah, uh, yeah. hires Catwoman to steal Bruce Wayne's fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Um, he's uh, has that fucking moment where Bane tells his little uh, piss boy to fuck off. Yeah, and he's like, "No, stay here. I'm in charge." And he just like lays the back of his hand on his shoulder. It was very creepy. Like, Do you feel in charge? Hard pass. And then late, like a few scenes later, they're like, "Oh, we found his body in a dumpster." <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> "All right." So uh-huh. Bane. This, this is a weird narrative to work through because everything is peripheral. Um, yes. <laughs> Bane starts the movie. He's like a famous mercenary. Yeah. So I, I was trying to figure out what like origin story they were trying to do. Okay. So. Because like I know what it's supposed to be. I'm going to walk you through this. I was moss confused what they were trying to achieve. <laughs> I'm going to walk you through this. Great. Through Bane's story. Um, I'm going to put out up front. There's a twist in this movie because they tell the story about the pit. Yes. And that there's a child who was born there. But it's not him. Who escapes. They want you to think it's him. But it's the girl. Because that's the Bane story. Right. That he's born in a prison. Mm-hmm. It's actually Talia Al Ghul. Right. She's the child that escaped. And that's Joey King, right? Yes. Playing? Okay, great. Because <clears throat> I was like, trying King. to post, like, like put there's my nose a, on it. There's a character <laughs> who uh, works at Wayne Enterprises, or like, in conjunction with Wayne Enterprises, named Miranda Tate. Yes. I was trying to figure out who the fuck like she was. Who turns out to be Talia Al Ghul. Yes. Okay, got it. Okay. So, Bane's story in this. Excellent. He starts as like a rando in that pit prison. Maybe he was born there, too, because he's just there. But, you, but they don't tell you that. He yeah. becomes the protector of this child in there, helps her escape at the cost of his own mm-hmm. physical well-being, because they really fuck him up in there, and that's why he has to wear that mask. Right, and then like probable sanity also. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it, like, it's constantly releasing a gas it's like an analgesic mm-hmm. that for his pain extreme pain so that there's no venom in this movie that makes him stronger if anything right he's anesthetized that's what i was like trying to also suss out i was like yeah. what's what's going on with so that it's basically like an anesthetic so he doesn't feel pain 
Which gotcha. is why he's such a, like an insane fighter. Is you can't really do anything. Like right. you can just like level blows. It on doesn't him and matter. Happening. Yeah. At one point he's fighting Batman. He's just like pummeling that pillar. Yes. That shit's great. Okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I was trying to suss out because I was like, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any liquid going on. No, like because like when it's like because when it breaks off the couple like little bits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like. <laughs> um. Okay. So he helps her escape. Later, she brings back her. She reunites with her father, Rachel Ghoul. Mm-hmm. Head of the League of Shadows. Yes. And they rescue Bane from this prison. He joins the League of Shadows. Okay. But he's too fucking crazy for Rachel Ghoul and he gets excommunicated. That's where I think I got asked backwards and where I got lost. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I was following up until then. Because, like, I could tell from the beginning, because I know who Joey King is, that that was definitely a gir- little girl, not a little boy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, that's not him. Like, that doesn't make any <laughs> sense. But then I was like, unless, like, she's just playing a boy. Because I think she has played male roles before. Because she does look kind of a little bit gender ambiguous. And, like, a young enough child. Especially with, like, a shaved yeah, head. Yeah, you can get away with that. Right. So, like, I wasn't really sure what they were we trying to do. We enforced too much gender identity on them yet. No. Um, and also, I don't know if you've seen the act on Hulu. No. Ooh, it's really fucking good. I honestly wanted to make it a part of next season, but it's like a full ass season of a show uh-huh. that's like ten or twelve episodes, and that's like so much to cover because it's based on um, uh, spoilers for next season. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's gonna be true crime dramas, <laughs> my favorite. Um, but it's based on um, the girl with Munchausen's. Um, oh, okay. Fuck, uh, G- Gypsy Rose, Blanchard. Okay. Are you familiar with that at all? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't want to make... And to I, be on French Street, if I'm not required to watch it for a podcast, I'm not going to watch it. It's really good, though. Oh, God. I I want to make you watch it, but like I don't want to like do like a 10-episode fucking thing on it. I mean, we could do an episode and just talk about the whole thing. I know, but it, like, watching 10 hours of something for that, I feel like it's like, a lot. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying like I don't know if I really like, want to make that a thing. Sure. But it's definitely worth the watch. But so she plays Gypsy Rose Blanchard. So Gypsy Rose is a girl whose mom has um, basically bestowed a bunch of fake medical problems on her. Um, she like tells her she has cancer, that she's allergic to sugar, like all these wild uh, things. Everybody's allergic to sugar. Sugar is a poison. Yes. <laughs> um, Continue. But like all this like crazy shit, like she pumps her full of chemo, like she like. <laughs> um, sorry. <laughs> I just got shown a meme. <laughs> uh, so she gets like all this like radiation, chemo, all these qu- wild surgeries. So, like she has like a feeding tube. Like mm-hmm. she like has like no body like bodily autonomy, and she's like 17, 18 years old. Yeah. She has no idea that she has nothing wrong with her. Whoa. Like, but her mom like keeps taking her all these different specialists that they keep moving around. They get all this like money from charities. Like they had a whole house built from like Habitat from Humanity. Cool. And basically, her mom was just exploiting her for money and fame. That's wild. Yes, but then Patricia Arquette's the mom in that, right? Yes, and then she fucking kills her mom. <laughs> and then like gets like she ten... finds out, and then she kills her mom. Yes. Oh. And then um, she has this like Facebook boyfriend that she met on Facebook mm-hmm. or some shit, and like he's like, yeah, you should kill your fucking mom. <laughs> and so like I I think he also goes to jail for like conspiracy to commit a murder, mm-hmm. but then like she isn't found totally like culpable because like she's mentally fucked up. Yeah. And also she acted out of, like, Revenge. duress. <laughs> I mean, she's yeah. ca- technically a hostage. Yes. But yeah, there you go. So, now I don't have to watch it. No. I and so I all. think she only, like, is serving, like, 10 or 15 years for Kill Your Mom. Mm. And she's, like, in her, like, mid-20s, and she's, like, very famous. It's wild. She's very famous. <laughs> Apparently not that famous. Um, there's I, a four-part... I had never heard of her. <laughs> um, so Joey King st- plays her in this docu-series. Okay. 
Um, but there's a actual documentary on Hulu also mm-hmm. that's only like three hours, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is I think better done. It's more documentary, yeah, styled. <laughs> so he's gonna kill that hostage. <laughs> anyways, all of that to say, Joey King's the tits. <laughs> but anyways, I think I knew her because she was on an episode of New Girl. I only watched the first like two seasons of that show. First three seasons are the best, and then yeah, I stopped watching, so I yeah. couldn't tell you anything. I love beyond Schmidt, that. and I love Nick Miller. I know, me too. <laughs> okay, anyways, more about this. <laughs> the thing we actually yeah, watched. What the fuck were we talking about? What brought us? Oh, Joey King. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great. So I think my ADD is running off. <laughs> Bane is excommunicated from the League of Shadows. He goes yes. and be- like uses his skills and becomes this like mercenary cult leader. And that's a lot of the stuff that I wanted to read the cult last week. Yes. Is he's got these followers that will, like, die for him. Mm-hmm. There's that part at the beginning where they're, like, they do that fucking crazy plane heist, which is all real. Like, they shot that shit on real planes. Oh, shit. I didn't yeah. know that. That's what, like, Chris Nolan is this fucking bonkers filmmaker. That's who really does cool. this stuff where, like, if you saw it in CGI, you're like, yeah, I've seen this a thousand times in movies. But it feels so crazy when you're watching it because they're really doing it. Actually, that is really bonkers, because I assumed it was CGI. Yes. They shot that shit for real. So they, they have to kidnap this doctor, this scientist, wow. who published a paper on how you can turn a reactor into a nuclear bomb. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so they kidnap this guy, to, and then they fake his death. Bane has this whole thing where he's like, they expect one of us in the wreckage, brother. And the guy's like, fuck yeah, I'll die for this, Bane. No, literally, like, that's one of the notes I have. I was like, that man was so pumped to yeah, fucking die. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, he was so jazzed. He's like, have we started a fire? And Bane's like, yes. He's like, yeah, fuck it, let's go. The fire rises. I was not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I completely, I especially forgot that whole opening sequence happened. So. It's the coolest part of the movie. You're not wrong. All the Bane stuff is so fucking cool. So anyway, Bane was excommunicated, starts this weird mercenary cult that he's the leader of. When Rachel Gould dies, he takes over the League of Shadows and incorporates it into his crazy mercenary cult. Oh, okay. And then okay. the League of Shadows, they all know who fucking Batman is. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bruce Wayne never really like reckoned with that. All these surviving fucking crazy ninjas know Bruce Wayne is Batman. Hmm. So Bane has this knowledge, and his... Right. Invitation into Gotham City by Roland Daggett is this excuse for him to go in and fuck with Batman. You know... Who he views as the guy who killed his mentor. The gears are now turning and this all makes sense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because I was trying to make that connection and I couldn't and not at all. And Bane says, I am the League of Shadows. And I am here to fulfill Ra's al Ghul's destiny. You know... I will recite every Bane line during. I was gonna podcast. say, I don't know if you've missed any. <laughs> Is there anything that you haven't said? Is there anything that you'd like to say? <laughs> uh. Or did you about cover it? What happens if I take that off? It would be extremely painful. You're a big guy for you. Which I've always thought was really funny because it sounds like Bane saying, "I'll be a big guy for you." <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that is what he meant. You're a big guy for you. Maybe that's 100% what he meant. Who are you to say? Perhaps they are wondering why you would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. You know, if I wasn't so goddamn lazy, 
mm-hmm. <laughs> I would just string all of you saying all these things together <laughs> <laughs> and just release that as a bonus episode. <laughs> the love I have for Bane's voice overrides the derision I have for Christian Bale's Batman voice in this movie. And I think <clears throat> how much I dislike it makes you even happier. Yes. <laughs> You're wrong for disliking it. Great. <laughs> You're objectively wrong. It's a work of genius. So Tom Hardy is doing everything he can to save this movie. I was going to say, so is that actually him projecting that voice? Is that like an altered voice? Is that a machine? What? Do That's you know? his voice filtered a little bit to make it sound like it's coming out of the mask. Okay, great. I just wanted to know. I do know they had to re-record his dialogue. <laughs> That's because um, when they did that opening scene in IMAX, mm-hmm. a bunch of piss babies were like, I can't understand it. <laughs> Why is his voice like that? I'm assuming you were not part of that crowd. Ben Affleck's the real Batman. Were they saying that then? No. <laughs> but those are the same people in my mind. <laughs> Shit people with bad opinions. Who don't deserve nice things. I forget who it was. I saw a tweet yesterday. I meant to screenshot it and send it to you. Mm-hmm. Saying that Ben Affleck was their Batman. Yeah. Well, I feel uh, yeah. sad for that person. I know. That's why I meant to do it. Because like, now I'm upset because I don't remember who it was. <laughs> if I can remember, I'll see if I can find them. But... I recommend that person try anything else. <laughs> well, diggity damn. <laughs> Make an appointment with a therapist. Get on medication. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> um, Do you have any you other got? questions I can answer for you? So that's Bane's arc that mm-hmm. you kind of have to <laughs> suss through the movie to discover. <laughs> well, unless you're me. <laughs> you can watch the whole movie apparently twice. Unless, unless you have a Jackson <laughs> in your life. That explains it all for you. like, here's what happened. I mean, you can just listen to this podcast and then you do have a Jackson that explains it all for you. Mm-hmm. Wow! Lucky you. <laughs> Um, let me see. Did I have anything else? Ooh, one quote I really did like. Uh-huh. You're a detective. You're not allowed to believe in uh, coincidences anymore. Mm-hmm. I thought that was real cute. I feel like Gordon sucks in this movie. <laughs> I actually didn't hate him. And my favorite thing is when he, like, <laughs> fucking, like, barrel rolled out of there down that fucking waterfall thing. <laughs> so you brought him down here. Yeah, and I was like, the fuck? <laughs> Search him, and then I will kill you. Great. Okay. You and know, he's got I'd... that one henchman who's doing like a Christopher Walken voice for some reason. Because <laughs> he's like, you brought him down here. <laughs> and he's like, we didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. I, I tried to forget the about that. The return of Walken to the Batman universe after Batman Returns. <laughs> yep. The, yeah. Wow. Bruce Wayne. Why are you dressed up like Batman? Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't great. It was great. Batman no, no I meant I meant this this, this guy iteration. for some reason. <laughs> no, no, no. Let me let me make that very clear. Yeah. <laughs> the imposter, <laughs> the person that took it upon themselves to do that voice. <laughs> I love Batman Returns. I don't care what Zach says. <sighs> I know you do. We had a whole episode about it <laughs> several weeks ago. <laughs> like I don't know, two months ago now. Whatever that was. Um, okay, so what else do we need to go over? I don't know. To help I... you understand the movie. <laughs> so Bruce um... Wayne. Hmm. gets embroiled in this Bane situation. He's uh, kind of excited to have a reason to be Batman again, mm-hmm. but it's not real. He's not really feeling it. 
Right. He gets a magic leg brace from Lucius Fox. Yeah, right. Because his knee has no cartilage in it. Yeah, one of my notes was like, damn, I like that robotic leg, though. <laughs> well, so here's the thing, because I fought with people when the movie came out. Uh-huh. Bruce Wayne, under his own power, can do that when he kicks that pillar and shatters it. Yes. The knee brace just, like, puts his knee back at full strength. Right. It's not like a robot leg that gives him super strength. No. And I point everybody to Batman Year One when he's kicking trees in half. Yes. And when he kicks the pillar out of that tenement building when he's fighting all those dirty, crooked cops. Yes. <laughs> um, no, uh, I just appreciated the... Uh, whatever mechanism was behind yeah. it to make it work. <laughs> so Alfred is like really bummed on this. He knows it's like a suicide mission. He d- Bruce Wayne doesn't feel like he has anything to live for. He's kind of stoked to have like, oh, I might be able to die being Batman like I always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> Big ups. <laughs> and Alfred's like, fuck, man. I never wanted you to come back to Gotham. <laughs> yeah. The Batcave in this movie is fucking dope. I will stick with my statement that I say every time that shit's got to smell musty as hell. <laughs> <laughs> There's Those no way it's not. Platforms that rise up out of the water. That was dope as really fuck. Really cool. Um, I'm sure that cost a lot of pesos, and I do really respect it. He's got that <laughs> flying Batmobile that kind of looks like a sh- lobster. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wasn't really sure what it looked like, but I was, I was into it. <laughs> I guess it's like a it's like a bat copter because it's got those rotor blades underneath it. Yeah, so I'm not really call sure. It anything, what... it's a helicopter. I'm it really looks not sure like what to make a of it. lobster. I, I do think Zach called it a bat copter when we were watching it. I think, or something to that effect. Oh, the bat wing. Sorry, excuse oh. me. Yeah, you had you had a cl- some sort of clever name for it. I was like, yeah. I like. They that. call it the bat. The bat. Uh, it's fine. It's whatever. They feel like they need to introduce a new vehicle every time. <laughs> I like it better than the bat pod by itself. Uh-huh. I think the only cool thing about the Batpod is that it like popped out of the Batmobile like that. I don't love it Okay. on its own. I don't know. I'm kind of into it. I do like the weird uh, moments of uh, Catwoman getting on it where they lovingly uh- frame her ass <laughs> <laughs> in that leather cat suit. And I, I was will like, say- yeah, Nolan is not this kind of filmmaker. What is he doing? No, but I will say, um, I also don't think I gave, especially until the second go round, like, and you watched this movie like a- twice? Well, I mean, like, from the first time I watched oh, okay, it, like, it. a decade ago, <laughs> or eight years ago, whatever. Um, you know, I don't think I ever gave Hannah Hathaway enough credit for her body, <laughs> ever. But she definitely got, like, super fit for this movie. Well, definitely. You can see it in her face. Like, she yes. has, like, all of her, like, any sort of, like, baby fat is completely gone. Yes. Um, she got jacked city. Oh, no, a thousand percent. Yeah. But, like, I had never yeah. even... Also, when she's wearing that, like, sundress without sleeves, like, her arms are, like, Madonna arms. Yes. <laughs> I was like, where'd those come from? <laughs> but she, like, her... I, I do want to make sure we give credit to her performance in this movie. I think yes. it's really strong. She does kill it. I love that part at the beginning when she's meeting with the dude selling them the fingerprints. And she, like, turns it around on them where she's got the congressman mm-hmm. hostage or what the fuck ever, because the writing in this movie is weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then when she's, like, she's in this position of power and then, like, the cops run in, she starts screaming like she's just a bystander there. I know, like, she crushes that bitch. shit. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and then she just, like, pieces out, like, all right, yeah. gotta go. <laughs> she understands, like, the biases of men and how mm-hmm. to manipulate them. It's very smart. It's a very cool take on Catwoman. Yep. 
I don't love her costume. I like that she's got knife boots. Those are sick. Um, yeah, I don't like the little, like, derpy ears, like the headband That's thing. That's interesting. It's very Chris Nolan to be like, oh, we need to have, like, a realistic interpretation of why she's wearing cat ears. Yeah, I was just kind of like, <laughs> could have done without it. Um, I want to see, I'm hoping in this new Batman movie... Mm-hmm. They're a little bit more stylish, stylish with costumes and stuff, and they just put her in a cat suit because why not? Yeah. Why the fuck not? Yeah. Um. I heard that. Yeah, heard that. Juno Temple. Her friend. That's Holly. Holly. Like the little friend she has in Batman Year One. That's yeah. her little friend. Well, then I guess I don't need to say anything. <laughs> that, that. I don't think that's a theory. I think that's true. I think you're correct. You I did it! You are vindicated. Thank you. You um, got Zach check verified. <laughs> I also have a theory that, that, uh, that she was also written as a Harley Quinn. Like, they had her character as mine, Harley, and they just wrote, rewrote her as Holly. Oh, uh, I don't think there's a script that exists for a previous Batman 3. She just, like, she acts more Harley than... Than just, like, a bitch? Yeah. You're grasping at straws. I, I think you're desperate. <laughs> I just That's Juno Temple. She's a really good actress mm-hmm. in her own right. She has like no role in this movie. <laughs> she, yeah, I think she's collectively in it for about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but she's fun. I like her. I like her too. Um, um, for those of you who didn't hear, Zach is convinced that um, she was originally written as or as a like Har- foil to Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. I suppose, but who knows? You're you're skeptical. Not buying it. All right, all right. <laughs> Zach is full throttle leading into the series. So. If anything, I think Rises is too early a draft. I, d- I don't think they rewrote anything to get to Rises. I think they... You think it was already preemptive enough? Or, like, not fleshed out I think out at enough. a certain point they're like, okay, let's just do it. And he's like, I have these ideas. And they wrote a script, and they're like, good enough, let's do it. It's already been long enough. Yeah. Yikes. Got it. So there's a lot of like not fully baked ideas in this. All the Tale of Two Cities stuff is so like well, it's interesting, mm-hmm. but then like why? And then they quote that book directly when um, Gordon is giving the eulogy at. So I actually school. haven't read a Tale of Two Cities. I'm unfamiliar. I was we not required time. reading for high school. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nor for I. Um, okay, nerd. <laughs> Long story short, A Tale of Two Cities is about the experience of, like, a wealthy man and a poor man and their paths crossing, and the two different cities that exist in one city. Gotcha. The stuff in this movie about, like, the wealthy class and the working class clashing. Gotcha. That Bane exploits mm-hmm. to, like, bring the city to its knees. That's all the stuff that comes out of Tale of Two Cities. At the end, at Bruce Wayne's funeral, mm-hmm. a Gordon gives that, it is a far, far better thing I do now. That's... From Tale of Two Cities. Gotcha. So, they're working with some really interesting literary illusions in this movie, but it's, like, kind of just an idea that doesn't fully blossom. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. So, I want to talk about why I don't like Gordon in this movie. Okay. I feel like they... I don't feel the same way. I feel like they make him an unsympathetic character. Mm-hmm. I feel like the way he talks to people <clears throat> and just sort of the pity party he's throwing himself doesn't really work for me. I loved Old Men in the last two movies, but I feel like this, like what they do hmm. with Gordon in this movie doesn't work out very well. Interesting. I also lose a lot of respect for Jim Gordon at the end when uh-huh. Batman is flying the nuclear bomb, or about to fly the nuclear bomb out of the city, mm-hmm. and he's 
making it very clear that he's going to sacrifice his life doing right. it. Right. Um, and Gordon's like, shouldn't people know the people or the man that saved them? And he's like, a hero can be anyone. <laughs> Even a man doing something as simple as putting a coat around a small boy's shoulders to let him know if the world hasn't ended. And in that moment, he's telling Gordon, I'm Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And Gordon, Bruce Wayne? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You knew the whole time. Why are you writing him to be such an idiot? <laughs> all right. Okay. I mean, like, I see your point. I just feel like all of the, like... Because he has all those lines where he's like, I yeah. already know who it is. It's the Batman. Right. And that should be him saying, like, I know, but I don't care. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like I've, I I read, like, all of the, you know, him prior to that as just being over it <laughs> yeah but it's too much i guess like he's just too emo about it they're re- like he's too worn down and not heroic enough and like gordon should be treated better than that in jim gordon movies. deserved better gordon's too important of a character yeah to be sort of shat on like that and it's fine if other characters undervalue him yeah. there's a whole thing of like the mayor is going to ditch him in the fall or yeah. whatever to bring in matthew modine <laughs> but he shouldn't do it to himself <laughs> yeah exactly yeah Okay, that's valid. Or okay. you can start him there and bring him to a more heroic place. And they, like, try that. There's all but that weird work. shit where he's leading the team to, like, find the... <laughs> all yeah. the nuclear bomb stuff in this movie, I feel like, is really overblown. Well, I feel like it, like, wasn't, like... I feel like that was just, like, kind of thrown in. There's a lot of... Yeah, there's a lot like, of moving parts to it. It wasn't, like, well flushed out. Because there's a timer, and there's mm-hmm. also, like, a trigger man mm-hmm. in the city. We don't know who it is. It's a Gotham citizen. Right. And the identity of the Trigger Man is a mystery. Yeah. yeah it turns sure. out to be Miranda Tate. Right. Yeah, I just feel like the whole thing, it just like wasn't really well thought through. It There's was just like, a lot of moving parts that don't gel well. Yeah, like it's it was well like, oiled. I think it was an afterthought to the script or like they were like, oh, here's an idea. Well, like and I then said, they just this forgot is like about a draft it. that's yeah. not like fully honed. There's a lot of big ideas, a lot of moving parts. It's not well, a well-oiled machine. You made a face like that was the grossest thing you've ever put in your mouth. Sorry, Zach just like drank something and made a gross face. <laughs> it's very cloudy. So um, that's the brewery that we like. They made their own like hard seltzer. Oh. So it's Zach just... doesn't like it. <laughs> it's eight. <laughs> Call them out. Name them. No. Uh. Doesn't matter. Uh, their beer's great. You know, not everything needs to, not everyone needs to try to make a claw. <laughs> yeah. So Bane has used this kidnapped scientist yes. to turn Bruce Wayne's clean energy project that he spent all his money on into a nuclear bomb. Absolutely the worst <laughs> thing. <laughs> and the exact opposite. Yes. Uh, the idea of it being possibly turned into a bomb is what made, turn Bruce Wayne into a shut-in along with like quitting being Batman. It made him so depressed. Yeah. <laughs> Like, oh, nothing I do works out. Right. Um, Which, I mean, like, I kind of get it, too. He gets manipulated by Miranda Tate to (laughs) activate it as part of Bane's plan. Chris Nolan has issues with women. (laughs) You can't trust him. No, we cannot be trusted. You're right. (laughs) I know. And Chris Nolan knows. Makes it very clear. I really want to know what his marriage is like. Is he married? Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) His producer, Emma Thomas, who's, like, produced all these movies. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, the more you know. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna do a quick Google, but go on. Uh, he 
ultimately tracks down this nuclear bomb after he comes back to Gotham City. We didn't really talk about it, but Bane doesn't break, but, like, dislocates a vertebrae in Batman's back. Yes. And then it gets punched back into place. Yeah, like, <laughs> location-wise, it looked like it was, like, right at, like, the end of, like, the thoracic spine? Question mark? <laughs> like... I don't know. Like, I feel like there was a lot. <laughs> and then he's in traction. The movie moves at such a weird pace that, like, months have gone by, but it feels like he's down there for a few days. Yes. Yeah. Like, that's what I, I was a little bit confused about that continuity, too. I was like, yeah. how long has transpired? <laughs> he gets brought to the pit where Bane escaped. Mm -hmm. And then he has to escape. It's a very symbolic moment of him ditching the rope mm -hmm. and doing it himself as he's climbing that last time bats fly out of that crevice in the cave that which was is cheesy dope. but i fucking love it mm -hmm. yeah he's reclaiming his totem yes and i feel like it's a pretty good nod to like the yeah. beginning of the first movie yes he is weaponizing fear yes and rising out of this despair the dark knight rises wow bad title they should have called this movie gotham city anyway I mean, they could have named it literally anything else because it wasn't a Batman movie. Well, it's about the city. <laughs> no, I know. It is about Gotham. Fair. And the different forces coming to a head inside of it. Mm. And the legacy of Batman and how it affects Gotham. Should have called it Gotham City. They should not have called it Go Dark Knight 2. <laughs> like they did. <laughs> that is high key what it is. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, it also like ruins the naming scheme of the movies if it's like Batman Begins Dark Knight Dark Knight Rises and I also think that part of the that's part of the reason why I'm so disjointed on all of this from like the get go mm -hmm. that's why I was like is this a, is this a standalone film is yeah. this part of it <laughs> like it doesn't seem like they flow yeah. title wise I don't know so Batman gets rid of this bomb there's this whole like dumb recurring joke subplot about there being no autopilot on the bat so he had to fly it out there himself yep but then at the end, Lucius Fox is like, whoa, there is an autopilot. Yeah. And the guy's like, yeah, software patch at this state, Bruce Wayne. Like, what? And then Alfred is on his holiday where he's enjoying an ultra-specific drink. Yes. And, then and he, he looks sees over. Bruce Wayne. He's just plowing Selena Kyle across Europe. I mean, somebody's got to. <laughs> they fucked on every surface and every hotel room they've been in. I mean, honestly, that if you're not doing that on your trip to Europe, I don't know it's what you're doing. It's two gorgeous people, Christian Bale in and In a Hathaway. gorgeous place. Bale looks real good in this movie. I okay, like. I was going to say that, and like I have a note from the very beginning. I was like, honestly, I fuck with him with a beard. <laughs> so I think... Christian Bale is giving his best Bruce Wayne performance in this movie. Yes. The way he, like, is showing this arc from, like, this Bruce Wayne who's just, like, down and out, can't do it anymore, to a Bruce Wayne who has this spark of life again, to a Batman mm -hmm. fully re-embracing his purpose, yeah. and then passing the legacy on. I feel like Bale's killing it in this movie. <laughs> Most yeah. of the cast in this movie is doing a great job. I feel like Orden or Oldman's a little overblown. I feel like Kane is doing what he's been doing, mm -hmm. but it's real sad. <laughs> but it's real sad. <laughs> he fires Alfred in this movie. He did. And then immediately forgets about it because somebody's knocking on the door and he's like, Alfred! <laughs> it's like, just kidding. <laughs> Remember what you just did? <laughs> he's a real, he's a real Voldemort. <laughs> He's like, Peter, answer the door! But then he killed Peter. 
exactly. <laughs> and the, and Peter! Peter! He's like, where are you? Nope. Just kidding. Who's going to make my lunch? Narcissa. I miss Voldemort. Do you miss Voldemort? Don't you miss Voldemort? My version of Voldemort, anyway. Your version. The better <laughs> version of Voldemort. You know, I can't say that I do. <laughs> mm, I do. Voldemort should be a villain in a Batman movie. That's the crossover we need. And it's Batman just beating the fuck out of Voldemort. You know, honestly, I think we need to propose this. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kickstarter? Um, or uh, Shark Tank? It's <laughs> like a Vatican. Boom! <laughs> Could you imagine his <laughs> tiny-ass arms <laughs> trying to block any punch from Batman? <laughs> or anybody? Mm-hmm. Crossover like, episode. <laughs> honestly... <laughs> Fuck Batman be Superman. Batman be yeah, Voldemort. <laughs> That's honestly, we should get all of our friends together mm-hmm. and make this really shitty budget Batman v Voldemort. I get to be Batman and Voldemort. <laughs> no. <laughs> I already dibs. Who's the person we know with the tiniest arms? <laughs> Tony. <laughs> I'm just saying that to be mean. He's going to cry. <laughs> Actually, he has not listened to one podcast ever. So that doesn't surprise me. He'll never know about he this. He doesn't listen to a podcast, period? No. Oh. What does he listen to at the gym? D- uh, German death metal. <laughs> I wish I was joking. Basic. <laughs> like, come on. At least do, like, EDM, something different. Not your German screamo. The Mortal Kombat theme is 100% on my gym playlist. <laughs> My like one not gonna lie. My like one but weird. So is Modern song? Love by David Bowie. So. <laughs> Did I tell you that my um, fantasy baseball team name is Queen Pitch? <laughs> Did I send you that meme I found? No. Where it was uh, somebody saying we named our softball team No Game Scheduled. Yes. <laughs> I was actually crying. <laughs> that was very funny. <laughs> like half the people forfeited. <laughs> Pretty great. Good shit. Um, um, so no. anyway, that's Dark Knight Rises. Yes, <laughs> it was. It ends with Joe Gordon-Levitt, who we haven't really talked about, but he's Robin. Surprise. What? What did you say when I told you about Robin? Oh, that you just told me that he was going to be Robin. I said he was all of the Robins. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yes. You're being very charitable. <laughs> Um, for those of you that didn't hear, Zachary's theory is that um, Joseph, uh, JGL embodies all of the different Robins, and that's mm-hmm. why his name is just Robin. It's not Jason Todd or Dick Grayson or whoever. I had a lot of arguments with uh, other nerds after this movie came out when they were like, oh, he's going to be Nightwing, and they're going to make a Nightwing movie. And I was like, no, this movie is about Batman. The title of Batman being passed on. He's going to be Batman. Yes. Uh-oh. I would have loved a movie after this just like pass it on to a different filmmaker it's a soft reboot but it's joseph gordon levitt he's running that boys orphanage that wayne manor mm-hmm. has become and underneath is the Batcave, and he's batman and then you could introduce like a bunch of villains that they didn't deal with like you could do may- maybe his first villain is riddler yeah. and then you could even Mm-hmm. You could even have him like maybe something's going on and he seeks out Bruce Wayne and you have Bale come back in like a third movie. I'm not mad. I'm I would have loved mad. that. Especially 
if it meant we didn't have to go through the Zack Snyder <laughs> Batman movies. That would have been great. They could have introduced Superman sort of Batman, so you have an outlike where fresh takes can happen. Superman can't exist in this new world. There is this kid that. Um, you need to project yourself if you're going to talk on this podcast. There is a From kid, across the room. There is a kid that um, <laughs> I used to see at some like uh, mutual friends' parties, uh-huh. and he was convinced that uh, Superman saved Batman at the end. And that's what Batman is like looking at in that, like, there's that shot of him just like looking into the distance. Interesting. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> okay. I was irritated. Interessante. Um, but yeah, so that is the end of Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. I think it's a cool, if you're going to have a, mm-hmm. a concrete end for Batman, I kind of like this. I like that Bruce Wayne gets a happy ending. Oh, so yeah, I think even though <laughs> it's a flawed script yeah. <laughs> in many, many ways. But it's got a lot of good ideas. Yeah. And it, I fuck with it. It, t- it doesn't tie it up with a pretty bow. It ties it up with, like, I'm going to say, like, butcher paper. Well, I think the, the <laughs> ending in and of itself is a good ending. Right. I'm not mad at that. Like I said, it's, like, wrapped up with butcher paper and twined. Yeah. It's not a, like, beautiful package. What I, what I also think doesn't help this movie is it's the follow-up to two great movies. Yes. And I think if this was a Batman movie and we didn't have those other two to compare it to, we'd be like, wow, this is amazing. Right. It's so epic. Mm-hmm. Um, but no. No. It, it stands it's very weak, deep in the shadow the of the other of the two. Three movies. Yeah. I, I still don't hate it. No, it's not a bad movie. Like, I enjoy watching it. No, but it has, just, has a lot of flaws. And, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, it's either here or there. Sloppy, I, I would say. Yes. Um, a lot of good filmmaking in a film that's not that great. Yeah. But I love, like, as somebody who loves Batman, it's nice seeing him have, like, a happy ending. Like, Bruce Wayne, like, going off and he, like, find somebody to share his life with and Galvan he's left Europe Gotham and in good hands mm-hmm. right on mm-hmm. maybe he could come back Selena still got that uh, leather cat suit so I'm sure they have some fun uh, alright <laughs> I cannot stress enough how much those two are fucking <laughs> oh I remember what I wanted to ask you Okay. So there's a scene in this movie <laughs> where Bruce Wayne comes back to his mansion, mm-hmm. but the power's been shut off because I don't think Chris Nolan understands how, like, your electric bill works. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and Miranda Tate is there. He doesn't know she's Talia yet. Mm-hmm. And they fuck in front of the fireplace. Yeah. Is Bruce Wayne losing his virginity in that moment? <laughs> arguable. That's very arguable. I mean... Because Nolan is such a sterile filmmaker, he's very much like Stanley Kubrick in that way. Mm-hmm. But he like doesn't delve into those kind of details. Do you have a thought about like, that? I would assume maybe, maybe, maybe. But those are details he doesn't delve into. Like, especially the... like he creates this persona of this playboy, but he, maybe he's got too much of a one-track mind. I would assume that he's, like, that he's definitely hooked up with chicks when he was, like, traveling across the world training. Right. I would assume that he, like, those ballerinas, those two, like, uh, women at, in Batman Begins that are in the fountain in the hotel. Yes. Well, they're European. Yes. I would assume so. And also, like, if you're dealing with a Batman who understands that, like, sex is good for my mental and physical well-being, mm-hmm. keeps me happy and healthy, it's best for the mission. 
I would assume that, but the way Nolan makes it's these movies... It's really hard to tell. That's <laughs> the first time we've seen Bruce Wayne have sex, and he's in his 40s. Yeah, I don't have a good answer for you. Like, I would I would like to hope that that's not the case, Me but too. it's also probable. <laughs> I would say possible. Yeah, I'd, I'd honestly say it's like 50-50. Yeah. Like, mm. So that's a, a question I will put out to the room. Get back at us. Let Please us know. DM us. Let us know if you think Miranda Tate slash Tally is uh, Batman's first lay. <laughs> Stuck his V card right out of his car, right out of that wallet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I hadn't thought about that. I'd assumed that probably not. So. So we'll see. I did not think too much. I didn't think twice about it. I just figured that's not the first time that he is. Use that fireplace. You would assume so, just because he's an adult man that he's had sex before. But just an adult human with a pulse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, whatever. Neither here nor there, I suppose. So, yes. do you have any no final takes? Anything to pop out there? Unfortunately, not. Okay. What do you got for me? That's pretty much it. What are we watching or reading next week? <laughs> next week we are reading *Dark Knight Returns*. Frank Miller's epic tale of a retired Batman mm-hmm. putting the cape and cowl back on to reclaim a bonkers Gotham City. He's going to re-encounter Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. He's going to fight a crazy street gang called the Mutants. He's going to re-encounter the Joker. He is going to go toe-to-toe with Superman. Is that why you're, we're doing this in preparation of Batman v Superman? You will understand after you read this book and then watch Batman v Superman, there's things he takes directly out of this book. Unfortunately, because now I feel like they can never make a movie adaptation of this book without ruining it. Ruining it. Great. There's a really good animated movie, a two-part animated movie based on this. What's it called? Dark Knight Returns Part One and Part Two. I, I was just asking. I I, I I can't assume anything anymore. Oh, Zach's pulling it out of the uh, off the shelf <laughs> for my edification, apparently. Yes. Anyways. Cool, 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 uh, yeah. cool, 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 cool. So next will be the Dark Dark Knight Returns, and the then week after that, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. We're probably gonna watch the director's cut version. Yeah. Yeah. Does it matter? Does it make a difference? Uh, it does. There's fewer plot holes in it. Some Is that people, possible? Some people will say it makes it. <laughs> so there's not a lot of like plot holes. It's just a bad movie. Okay. <laughs> Right. People throw the term plot hole around mm-hmm. just when there's something I, they I don't... I genuinely don't know, so that's why I'm asking. Just when there's something they don't like in a movie. Yeah, but, I'm just asking a, de- like a real-ass question. Yeah. <laughs> I I know nothing, so I'm ignorant. Especially <laughs> on those like dumb YouTube videos, there'll be like 10 plot holes in this. But they're just like... It's just like things are like, this doesn't happen in the real world. It's like, that's not what a, what a plot hole is. Thank you. Why, why did you place this in front of me? <laughs> he wants you to look at Gal Gadot. Oh, I do that anyways. I follow her on Instagram and Twitter. I'm not dumb. Well, saving Grace <laughs> means that the movie would be saved. She's a breath of fresh air. She's the breath of death air in a dumpster fire. She is really good. She's a great Wonder Woman. I'm really excited for uh, 1984. That comes out in October, right? It's supposed to. We'll see what happens. It's probably just going to be fucking direct video. There's no, They're not going to do that. You think? They're going to push it back. There are certain things they'll not, they're not going to put to VOD. I don't know. Okay, you want to put money down? No. <laughs> I don't bet on anything. I'll bet you $200. No, no I'd rather just spend that at TJ Maxx. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly. 
Do you have any candles I can buy? <laughs> or fucking planters? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Yes. Good. Bye. Bye.